Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. The Ford F-150 truck helps you get the job done in the smartest way possible. New features like the available Pro Access tailgate improves access to bed and cargo, including when towing a trailer, so it's easier to load in tight spaces. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Find your local Ford dealer at Ford.com. Pro Access tailgate available starting spring 2024. See owner's manual for important operating instructions. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Thunder Rosa talk to our good friend from Wrestling Inc., Justin Labar on everything that's happening in the world of pro wrestling. And speaking of the week that was, how about the quintessential Dave LaGreca power rankings right now on the Busted Open Podcast? And I have my power rankings, Thunder, and obviously I want to get your take on my power rankings and I want to get the take of the Busted Open Nation at 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93-THUNDER. And yes, the majority, if not all, of the wrestlers on my power rankings are coming off of the biggest SummerSlam of all time as far as viewership, merchandise, sales, yada, yada, yada. And at number five, it is from SummerSlam, and it is your Intercontinental Champion. Goldman perked up high above the ring. All right, Gunther, your Intercontinental Champion, had an opportunity to speak to him, so go to the SiriusXM app or subscribe to the Busted Open Podcast to hear that interview. But Gunther retains one hell of a match at SummerSlam. At number four, another champion retained. Balor trying to figure out what the hell is going on. He's ticked off at Priest. This isn't on Damian Priest, Paul. All right, Seth Rollins, still your world heavyweight champion. Uh, Myself and Sam Roberts did a pre-show just before SummerSlam. We both picked Finn Balor, and obviously we were wrong. Congratulations to Seth Rollins. And at number three, my bestie wins at SummerSlam. Center of the ring, Lesnar picks him out of the air, looking for the F5, Cody Rhodes able to counter, and 
congratulations to Cody Rhodes. And Cody and Brock, I believe, had the match of the night at SummerSlam. At number two, obviously one of the biggest surprises at this SummerSlam. Bianca Belair has got something serious to worry about. Congratulations to EO Sky, and it was a year ago that EO Sky came back at last year's SummerSlam as part of damage control, and now she has championship gold around her waist. And to me, and this is pretty much a constant almost each and every time I do my power rankings, and there's a reason why he's number one. Jay going up to the top rope. Roman Reigns retains the head of the table, the tribal chief, and the biggest champion in the world of pro wrestling. So, Thunder, my power rankings again at number five, Gunther. At number four, Seth Rollins. At number three, Cody Rhodes. Number two, EO Sky. And at number one, Roman Reigns. Thunder, what do you think of my power rankings this week? Um, well, you just focus on SummerSlam. I feel like you, there's more wrestling out there, but, you know, it's your power ranking, so it's your thing. There is more pro wrestling out there, but was there any moments, any MVP wrestlers that did more and accomplished more than those five that are on my power rankings this week? I don't think so. You don't think so. Well, the only one that I agree is with EO Sky. You know why. I love her. And I'm so All right, happy so you agree with me on EO Sky. Roman? You don't agree with Roman, your tribal chief, your head of the table, your WWE undisputed universal champion? Nope. Cody nope. Rhodes, who beat Brock Lesnar and got the ultimate sign of respect. Well, I'm not going to acknowledge him, okay? I think. Wow. I, you don't you know, acknowledge. I, I, no. Dirt sheets, no. get ready. There's the headline. Thunder Rosa <laughs> does not acknowledge the tribal chief. No, Cody I would have put Cody. I would have put Cody in number one. Oh, no, like you Cody put Cody at one. Yeah, yeah. I do. He like he won, and then like Brock Lesnar raised his hand. Like, come on, man! What, 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 what more do you want? What more do you want, David? What more do you want? That hurt. Are you okay, you hurt yourself. <laughs> wow. I hurt myself. Wow, all. you hurt yourself slapping <laughs> your hand. Oh boy. Oh my goodness. Listen, you hurt yourself just walking. Remember? That? I know. Remember that time when your foot when your foot was all messed up because you walked. And this he's just is like, true. Oh, I, I'm old, though. I'm 52. You're a young lady. You are not old. You stop 52. saying that. 52 is old. It's not old. Stop saying that. But yeah, that's what I that's what I think. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into $1,000 with NBA, NHL, and college basketball entries today. Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Price Picks is the perfect selection for me. Download the app today and use code BUSTED for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BUSTED for a first deposit matchup to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when you hear that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, you're probably thinking, what's the catch? Well, there isn't one. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bill, and unexpected overage. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. It's crystal clear, and it doesn't kill my monthly budget. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey, everyone. It's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. This last year for the WWE, I mean, my goodness, has been one of the biggest years that the company has ever had. Right. From a fan standpoint, I think you can see it. You know, it's it's measured by, you know, positive reactions measured by all these these new records they continue to break at these events uh it, it, it's measured by the stock i mean the stock is as is, is, this past week reached the highest it ever has i think 114 dollars wow uh i mean so yeah by all measurements i mean the there you know growth is happening you know obviously you have mega stars like roman reigns brock lesnar uh but then you have another level of stars that they are you know i mean like you know they're making 
you know, they're making the mid card. They're making the IC title. I mean, Gunther's getting ready to make history here uh, in a matter of just a few weeks. I mean, you know, they're 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 building something they haven't done in a long time. It used to be they would push, 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 stretch a part timer uh, as far as they could. You know, and then it was like almost felt like an emergency panic. Okay, we got to try to make one of these mid card guys and, and girls. But no, they are. It feels like they're building uh, simultaneously while showcasing you know top level main event stories. So uh, they're just kind of firing in all cylinders, as the cliche would say. And then you look at storylines and coming out of Run Monday Night Raw, Justin. It seemed like every segment had a purpose. Like there's some story coming out of almost every segment of Monday Night Raw. You know, we're used to a time, Justin, where there was a lot of filler on Raw and you would go into a show and there would be nothing promoted. And, you know, you had a missable episode that doesn't seem to be the case. Now, your top stories on SmackDown, but I feel like Raw, which is probably the show that during the course of history on Busted Open that I've been the most critical of. I got to tell you, it's very, very difficult to be critical of Monday Night Raw right now. Well, wow. you're right. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Smack. I mean, SmackDown's two hours. Sometimes, you know, a bulk of one hour could be taken, uh, occupied by the bloodline, as it should be because of how hot it is. So you're right. Raw, you have three hours, more time to fill. Um, you know, I, I tweeted it after uh, SummerSlam last week, and I'm glad that it happened. I saw. I thought, hey, let's move LA Knight over to Raw. There's more time uh, there. You know, let him let him continue something with the Miz since he had eliminated Miz in the Battle Royal, and I'm I'm happy to see that because I think that's a, that's a great pairing and that's that's got a lot of potential. And then yeah, you had the Judgment Day, and again, I love with the Judgment Day, uh, they're over. But you know, Rhea can be doing this thing with Raquel, yeah. and Dom is doing this thing and and giving Tuesdays its best numbers uh, in in this era of NXT. Uh, you know, Priest he's lurking around for the world title but then he's got a thing with finn and like i just love everybody's got something it's not it's not like a it's not like a group of five-year-olds playing soccer where everybody has to chase the same thing like i like the fact they can all spread out and and occupy yeah there's just yeah there's just a lot there's just a lot of good stuff you know i think vince russo said it once and i know he's a controversial name to to some wrestling fans but you know know, vince russo when he was writing uh, wb tv in the 90s you go into each segment with the, with the idea of okay, each segment somebody has to advance, somebody has to get over, something has to be accomplished. It's not just a a throw, and and that it does. I mean, Chad Gable, you know, Chad Gable. All of a sudden, you know, talk about talk about emerging stars that you're building in the mid card. I mean, you know, I, I, the the next PLE is here in Pittsburgh. It's payback. Quite honestly, given that Guther's coming up on that honky talk man record and how dominant Guther's been, but how Chad Gable's got that charisma and he's rising and, and fan favorite. I, I could make a case for that should be dubbed as a maybe a semi-main event or or a co-main event for payback. Um, just given the historical, you know, alignment here of, of Chad Gable could stop Gunther from from making history. So there's just so much going on, uh, and and it's not without there's there's critiques certainly. And if you of course if you if, if you talk to me on Monday night Monday night after when I'm on the wrestling podcast, I certainly point out where I think that there is a fault. Right, I'm Monday morning quarterback it right there. But in the big picture, they really are uh, doing a lot of good. And especially coming off of SummerSlam, which the numbers were outrageous. Like, you know, he had almost 60,000 fans in attendance at Ford Field. Merch numbers were through the roof. Viewership was through the roof. They said it was the most viewed SummerSlam of all time. Like, you're starting to see historic numbers when it comes to viewership, but historic dollar signs when it comes to this WWE product right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every event. I mean, even, even not even SummerSlam. Every the majority of the Raws and SmackDowns right now, when they go to a market, 
you know, it's like, oh, that was, you know, a record gate for that market for, for WWE. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's saying something um, when you can do that consistently every single, yeah, it's, it, it, it seems like at least one or two markets every single month at this point. Yeah. Um, I know on social media, Justin, it's funny because I was having a conversation with our very own Bully Ray uh, after our show yesterday about Dynamite. And uh, Dynamite on paper looked amazing. If you look at the matches that we had for Dynamite, the segments for Dynamite, wow. But it just felt like that show was off on Wednesday night. I know you're kind of vocal on social media about it. Um, I kind of agree with a lot of your critiques. What did you think of the show, and what do you think could have been better this past Wednesday for AEW? Well, and my critiques are fueled by frustration because you're right. I was I was very much looking forward to going into that dynamics. You're right on paper, um, you know, RVD versus Jack Perry in, the, in this in this in this the story with, with Jack Perry, you know, in the FTW title and, and, and ECW Legends, and and seeing the Hardys versus the, versus the Young Ones for the first time on free TV ever. Um, you know, MJF and, and Adam Cole, obviously, you know, Jericho's Appreciation Society kind of melted down. But every time I'd get something that I liked, they would then quickly, a lot of, a lot of times, most most like I would quickly then get overshadowed by something that was so frustrating. You know, I, the Adam Cole, MJF, uh, I, I think I th- absolutely. I think that 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 is your main event. That is your best choice. You know, uh, I thought the six months ago that was your best choice for for a world title match for this Wembley show. I can't get behind the idea of them doing this tag match earlier in the night for the ROH Zero Hour. And I usually am a big proponent of let things play out. And I, I and I understand that if the, if it, if it actually happens, it's probably for a reason of one of them walks out on the other one or one of them. Does, like I understand that something's probably going to fuel and add to what should be their then world title match later tonight. I can't get over the risk of injury that you put yourself in just a few hours before a main event. I can't get over even something uh, as a surface level of this is the first time you're ever going to be in front of the UK crowd. And these are arguably your two biggest guys. Your two guys are in your main event and you're going to waste the first pop that the live crowd's going to give them on an ROH show and not save it for the end of the, you know, so things like that, the, I love, I love, I, I'm, I love tournaments. I'm all fine with there being an all-in women's tournament to build to a fatal four-way, but I can't get through the logic of Tony Storm just lost, but she gets a bye. She does the champion, but she had to beat Anna Jay in order to get into the title match. And I know, okay, Tony Storm's uh, exercising her rematch calls. Well. That still doesn't make it, it, it. No, why would why would a heel exercise her rematch clause to have a rematch be where she has a one and four shot to win? Wouldn't you want a one on one match? I, it's just, I, I, you know, like, and I, so you know, the, the, the big the big pushback I got. Oh, it's a rematch clause. Why? Like that's that that that's the stupidest rematch ever. Heels want to cheat. They want to cut corners. This is not cutting corners. You know, Adam Cole and Jeff. Oh well, it's going to be this or it's going to set up this angle. Okay, whatever angle it sets up. You tell me you couldn't do it on Dynamite prior. You're going to put them out there already on the, on Wembley show early for our ROH thing. It's just a certain things that again, I'll let it play out and and maybe maybe I'll, I will see the light and there'll be some aha moment of how it's executed. Hope so. But as I sit right now, I sit and I just scratch my head on some of these things. Like I just can't get behind that decision. Well, you know, Justin, when it comes to the, the buy-in, the ring of honor, I could see possibly, I, I'm with you. Like I, when I first heard it, I was like, all right, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Maybe they just want people to tune into this buy-in show. Uh, 
maybe to want to give a little bit of juice to Ring of Honor. But I agree with you that you're sacrificing the pop that you're going to get later on that night by having them on for a buy-in show before the actual pay-per-view. Um, but maybe there's something there. There are, Obviously, there's a story with Roderick Strong. Could that play out that would make what we're going to see later that night even even more of a story? That, that That's possible. I don't know that, but that's a possibility, right? Yes, and and that and, and and you're right. That's possible, and perhaps you know somebody attacks somebody backstage, and we never actually get the match. Well, so okay, that would at least calm my nerves of you're not putting them out there in the ring, risking injury, and that calms my nerves of you're not wasting the pop in front of the live crowd. But then then I then also have to ask, how much does this matter? But I have to ask if you're advertising for this zero hour, if you're advertising. Adam Cole, who just made this big emotional plea. It was a good speech, by the way. This good promo on how the ROH tag title is the one thing that's eluded him in his career. If you're making this big thing and you're, and you're advertising MJF and Adam Cole versus Aussie Open, and then you don't even give it, like, are you going to, you know, are you going to piss off that ROH fan that tune in and paid to see, you know, so I, I just feel like there's a trap any which way you go. I just, I just don't understand. Again, anything, any angle you want to do, just do it the Wednesday prior I, like- is, is my opinion. And like you see, it's a wait and see. The women's tournament, I don't understand at all because even the explanation made me scratch my head even more when you have that the champion doesn't have a bye, but the person who just lost the championship has a bye, and then a heel using their, you know, their claws for a rematch in a tournament where it's gonna be wasted if you can't get past that one match where it's like a heel always uses that in, a, in an opportunity to cheat or a way to get, the, it just, it was, it was very, very confusing to me. Like you said, maybe it makes sense down the road, but right now it doesn't make a lot of sense. Right now it doesn't. Like, again, if, like, I'm, I'm staring at the bracket. So the other match, you have Soraya versus Sky Blue. That's going to happen uh, tonight on Rampage. And then, but, so, okay, so Soraya could win. Mm-hmm. And then that's Soraya and Tony Storm. If the other match that was being contested had Ruby in it, so now you had a situation where Sheeta gets to the finals and she's basically in a three-on-one against all of the outcasts. Okay, I can see how the heels are manipulating the situation. But the other match is Bunny versus Britt. Neither of them, you know, neither of them are associated positively with the outcasts. You know, it's probably going to be Britt if I had to make a guess. And so I, I, I can't, I'm going to let it play out, but I just, it, 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 to me, it just comes off disrespectful to the women. It's it's like you know it comes it, it seems like a lazy or just a not thought out angle, you know. And then I get and then I get the women's main event and I feel like it's pushed on time towards the end of Dynamite. You can you can you can have Justin Roberts say the following for a sixty minute time limit, but I, I we're not I I know we're pushed on the nine minutes remaining for T. Like I I don't it just it feels disrespectful. I'm I'm just gonna call it as I feel it. And 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 I really, if I were to make a prediction, I thought you would see Soraya versus Tony Storm in one of the main event matches in the UK for All In. Obviously, that's been changed because Tony Storm, you know, lost that opportunity or lost that title, Sheeta. But you know, maybe something happens with these brackets where, you know, you can have that. I, I we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. The one thing you will have to say on a positive note for AEW, and it is a major, major positive is the sales and the ticket sales for All In. Uh, they have been able to surpass SummerSlam 1992, Justin, and that's huge. I mean, right now, I, I think as we stand, we're just under 80,000 fans 
for All In, for a company that's only been around for five years. That's a major accomplishment. Because when we first brought it up, and Bully asked me, how many fans do you think they're going to get? I, 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 I predicted around 45,000. That was my prediction. We're getting 80,000 fans for All In. That is a huge number for a young company. Absolutely. And I was the same. I was, I was around 40 to 50 is what I thought realistically. It is huge. And that's, and that's, and that's, that's a huge round of applause. And that's, that's a big deal. All the more reason of why I'm so passionate of what I'm saying here tonight, could say, because this, this, you have the audience, you have the eyeballs, you have come into Wembley and you have sold it. You have got them in the building. So I want the best to be delivered. So that's why I'm going to let it all play out. Of course. But I, that's why I'm frustrated on what the tournament is going into the, the, the women's match there, or, potentially you know are you are you harming your mjf adam cole main event you know so but it, yeah it is a big big number um i you know what if, if this how they, this is the biggest night in, in the history of the company with this that show coming up what is it the 27th that is the if they execute and that show you know uh comes off with with overwhelming positive reviews what they could do building off of that sky is the limit um, and, and I'm not going to even speculate on own things with the other things. I don't want to see that, but this is the biggest night for this company is that they have these kind of eyeballs live and that kind of a historic venue. This could be a turning point for the company. And think about it. That's, it's not even, but it's close to the anniversary of the first ever all in. Correct. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's five years ago, the first yeah. ever all in, and they were trying to get 10,000 fans into that Sears center. And here we are five years later, and you're going to have 80,000 fans in Wembley. Like, you know, Thunder, like, you talk about accomplishment. Because if you would have said to Tony Khan or the Bucks or Kenny or anybody, Cody, that, you know what, you guys are fighting for 10,000 fans. But five years from now, something that you're creating tonight is going to have 80,000 fans in the stadium. Thunder, that's like... That is that's history right there. That's history. It's huge. It's huge. And as part of like the company and like seeing, you know, where it came from, how it is and how it is, what is becoming now is definitely a major, major stepping stone. I mean, bringing 85,000 people into a place yeah. in less than five years without being like, I don't know, you know, the, the major, major show. Right. And it's it is now going to be the major show that all in just, you know, just to go back to what, where we started. It, it means a lot. I mean, it means people believe in what we're bringing to the table. And like, and that is why it's so important to the follow-up after the show, how are like the, the storylines are going to unravel and like what's going to happen, you know, moving into all, all out. Cause we have a pay-per-view the next week. So it's, it's going to be very, very important that, um, that we all like do everything we can to, to promote and, and, and to like really um, sell this to absolutely everyone. Cause we're going to, not only we're going to have 85,000 eyes live, but we also want to make sure that people that are not there, they get to watch it live and they get to see what we are experiencing there. What a one month all out, all in all out another show at Arthur Ashe stadium. I mean, that, I mean, that's, 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 that's an incredible 30 day uh, sprint. Yeah, yeah it is. And I said to Tony, this is this is such a big summer, an important summer for AEW. And guys, there's still two weeks before we get to all in. Think about that. That's you know, two weeks from now, 
who knows? You may have some more ticket sales before it's all said and done. Because again, 95% of these tickets were sold before even announcing one match. Well, now you're starting to announce these matches. We'll see if that can maybe even attract more. But I never thought there would be a a time, unless it was a WrestleMania, that we were going to see the record of SummerSlam 92 be broken. AEW, another company that's only been around for a short time, is breaking the record held by SummerSlam 92. That is extremely significant. No, it is huge. Yeah, I think we always thought that it'd be broken by, you know, WWE taking Mania to London. <laughs> but no, it's another company. That's, I mean, that's 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 incredible. That's yeah. all. And, you know, I'm sure at some point and especially what we saw at Money in the Bank, they're going to want a WrestleMania at Wembley. And we'll see if that comes anytime soon. But AEW is making history and in, in two weeks and it's going to be talked about a lot over the course of the next two weeks. As much as my Hall of Fame induction. On the 26th? Probably not. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 